Creative Studio Semester 3, Session 12, Podcast Promotion. Welcome to the Creative Studio Academy. This is the podcast to help you learn and explore how you can start and improve your skills with online content creation. My name is Joshua Rivers, and I will be your guide on this journey. All right, welcome back to Creative Studio Academy. This is Josh Rivers, your host. I'm definitely excited today to be able to bring another interview regarding podcasting. Today we have Sean Manher from two different podcasts. The one that I am more familiar with is the Cypreneurs podcast. And I'm definitely excited to be able to talk to him, to be able to kind of get some tips from him that he's acquired over his time of podcasting, be able to share that and some things about how he has learned to promote. And so that's what we're looking at in this episode is some podcast promotion and then uh, try to see what we can be able to do to try to get our podcast out there a little bit more. And so we're going to go ahead and jump right into the interview with Sean. And then afterwards, we'll wrap up with a few additional things. All right, Sean, why don't you go ahead and explain a little bit about the two podcasts that you have and what they're about. Yeah, absolutely, Josh. Thanks. First off, I really appreciate being on your show today to talk about podcasting. So the two shows that I'm doing right now, one is called The Author Hangout, where we provide authors with interviews with experts in the self-publishing. They have done a thing or two with marketing their book. And so the name of that podcast, which is a weekly podcast, is called The Author Hangout. And that is a lot of fun, just interviewing all of these authors who are really doing a crazy, awesome job with self-publishing. And that airs weekly on Tuesdays. And then the other podcast that I'm doing right now is called Sidepreneurs, where I came in business as a sidepreneur, and that being somebody who is working for somebody else while trying to start a side gig. And so in October of this uh, past year, I had the opportunity to go to San Francisco to meet up with a number of people who are just killing it in podcasting. And by uh, being part of that conference and that event of teaching on podcasting, I decided, you know, what? I want to do a podcast called and talking about sidepreneurship and created the podcast. It's a daily seven day a week podcast talking about and helping those individuals that are working in corporate and really want to get out of corporate or any kind of working for somebody else and start their side business. And so we have interviews with uh, those that are already graduated into full-time entrepreneurship and those that are on their way out who are just starting this uh, side business and just interviewing them, learning their tips, secrets. What are, what are the things that make their business rock and roll and their life, you know, more meaningful. And what are the secrets behind all of that? And what are the tips that they want to share with other people uh, as well? So those are the two podcasts that I'm doing right now. Yeah, I've definitely been appreciating the Cypreneurs podcast. And so I've been listening for the last several weeks and very good. And so definitely appreciate that. Uh, one of the things that sparked the interest for inviting you to come on is in episode 101, uh, you went through 101 uh, <laughs> different tips that you had acquired through your podcasting journey uh, thus far. 
And so I, I really enjoyed that. I know I didn't prep you beforehand, but is there maybe a top two or three that would stand out as far as things that you learned that maybe you didn't realize when you first started? Yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, at a high level for everything uh, related to podcasting, I, I think that there are a couple two big tips uh, overall, and I, I think we're going to go into some other things more specifically. But the two things that I thought were like, you know, you just really need to think about this if you're going to be podcasting. And number one is everything. Absolutely everything will take longer, be harder, and won't matter as much as you think it does at the time. And, and basically what that meant for me is um, I thought that this was going to be pretty quick and easy to get everything set up. Uh, to understand the technology, to get my show format down. And you know what? It actually took longer <laughs> and it was harder because I just didn't know it. And it was something new for me. And even though I've been doing podcasting for the Author Hangout for now over a year, I had somebody else helping me uh, do that. And now I'm kind of like doing this sidepreneur thing on the Sidepreneurs podcast. I don't do this full time, but I'm doing it myself. Everything from start to finish, I'm doing it all myself. And that was really, you know, early on when I was doing it, it was difficult. It was very hard. And at the same time, a lot of times in starting a podcast, you're thinking that so many things really matter and it's really important to understand like how many downloads they have, you know, that first week and how many downloads do you have today and that checking of the numbers and and being concerned on what do people think of you? Like, do they really like the show? And oh no, I'm not getting reviews. What's going on there? Honestly, it for me anyways, it, it doesn't matter as much as you think it really does. And I think in this, my takeaway was is that if, if everything takes longer, it's going to be harder and it won't matter as much. I just need to get my head down, do the one or two things I know that I need to do in order to promote my podcast and get that out there and, and whatnot. That's going to be okay and, and that's going to be good. Um, the other thing that I would say, which from an organizational standpoint, a huge, huge, huge lesson for me was create templates for everything. And I believe in systematizing your life and business as much as possible because out of that is going to provide optimization. And when you optimize, you really open yourself up for scaling the business and as well, in my opinion, growth. And so creating templates for everything, what this means practically is from start to finish, what are some of the things that you can do in your podcast to templatize? Um, first off, getting guests. I have a template that I use that has been very successful at getting top guests for my show. I've had over 125 different people on my show so far, and I've gotten them from the optimization and the tweaking of the templates that I do, and I send out the same email to everybody else, and that has helped and been a tremendous effort. Uh, templatizing the show format. So in, in your case, Josh, um, this is, hey, let's jump into the conversation. But unfortunately, I'm not that good at that kind of like impromptu jumping in and asking questions as much as other people like yourself are. And so with that, I said, you know what? I need a format. I know I need to know what question I'm going to ask. I need to know the style and the flow. And with that comes 
the experience with that, and then you can get better. So I've gotten better at free-flowing and conversation, even that uh, episode 101 that you mentioned that we're talking about that referenced to and got me on your show. It was a little bit more free-form, which was different for me. So I've gotten better at that, but by creating these templates, creating a template for the guests, for the for the show, uh, and also guest response, like if somebody refers you, what are you going to say? Um, just think through, if somebody's listening and they're thinking, well, I'm I want to start a podcast, what are the different aspects? Just think through every step in the process. And by creating that template, you're going to save time without having to reinvent the wheel every time you email somebody. And you're like, well, here's another person, I need to email them, and what do I say to them? You'll find over a period of time what that exact flow and format should be and create that template. Create even fill in the blanks. Word documents and, and other word processing programs allow you to create form fields where you can actually like literally just type in their name, type in a date, uh, whatever it is for your show that you want to convey. Do that. And for me, I think it's a gold mine of an opportunity for people who are looking to do this, but they're like, oh, I don't, I don't, I, I'm afraid of it. So creating templates for everything is what I would recommend. Awesome. And uh, uh, maybe a little secret behind um, uh, my, my thinking and uh, the, the way that I'm doing the, the podcast interviews is um, I, I've had it happen too many times where I would give an interview on the spot um, and then yeah. I would be incorrect on some information or, <laughs> um, or I would say, here, we're going to talk about this, this, and this, and then we never actually get to that. Mm. And so that's so why I found it easier for me to just go ahead and we'll get into the conversation. And then at afterwards, I go ahead and say, okay, well, this is what we're going to talk about because uh, I already know uh, okay. what, what it's going to be. And so uh, I, I usually have, I don't necessarily have all the questions scripted out. I have a couple um, lined up, um, but I try to kind of play off of the, uh, the answers. And so kind of like, gotcha. like right now. And so you, you happen to mention something about that. So, just kind of leading into the next um, aspect. So anyway, excellent. So I'm I'm not an expert, um, and so but I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, you're good. You're good, man. All right. Um, I I did want to um, maybe kind of deviate just a little bit uh, because I know that um, listener um, is uh, at least inclined toward entrepreneurship, um, wanting to um, build a business on their own if um, if they haven't already. And so uh, with your show, The Cypreneurs, you've been able to talk to a lot of different people, um, building a lot of different businesses and a lot of different aspects. Is there a tip um, that someone like myself uh, would be able to um, grasp and be able to uh, learn from? Yeah, one of the questions that I ask is, uh, and I find to be a real fun question and very interesting, uh, at least I'm interested in it, so I hopefully it conveys that way as well. But Josh, one of the questions that I like to ask is, what is one success habit that you do every day that contributes towards your ongoing success? And time and time again, the entrepreneurs that I see that are in that six, seven-figure income for their business in the top six, seven figure income earners, many of them talk about this planning aspect to their day and to their business. That is, they have a specific routine that they follow almost religiously 
that allows them to set up and prepare themselves for success. And so for me, what this has transitioned into and what I'm finding success in, in helping and in, in keeping my world ordered is that every morning I wake up and I have my same routine of getting ready, come in, uh, do some reflection time of like what's going on in my thoughts and my thinking give time to provide some gratitude. What are the things that I'm grateful for today? And then after I get all of those things done and then I look at what are the three things that I need to do today to be successful and I outline, do I have tasks for those things and all that sort of stuff? Then I get into this. Then my next thing is email, check it, don't check it for four hours and then go on from there. So um, having a plan for the start of your day and being very specific and timely and purposeful of that is something that I see so many of these successful entrepreneurs and those that have graduated into full-time entrepreneurship are doing and is very practical for anybody that is listening. Awesome. That's good advice for uh, building a business. And I mean, that applies for uh, just doing a podcast as well. And so very good. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, now, one of the things you mentioned in the um, in what you mentioned there was about um, uh, promoting your podcast um, a little bit, and so that that was one of the focuses for um, the uh, this episode uh, that I wanted to look at is um, promoting your podcast. What are some of the things that you've done to be able to help promote um, either one of your podcasts? Yeah, Josh, uh, one of the big aspects, if somebody is just starting podcasting, is a thing called New and Noteworthy in iTunes. And I know that you've talked about this before and the importance of it, but I want to highlight that New and Noteworthy is really vital to the promotion of your podcast. And basically what this is, is an opportunity of eight weeks within iTunes that they're going to give you prime real estate for the new and interesting podcasts that are coming up. And the reason why I mention that is because this is ahead of the what's hot section. This is uh, ahead of uh, the areas within uh, iTunes that iTunes is trying to promote. And so if you can promote your business so that it winds up in this new and noteworthy for the categories that you're wanting to be mentioned in, you're going to do a, a great service to yourself and to your listeners and to your email list that will help you to you know, really catapult uh, yourself. So with that said, and not to say that after that new and noteworthy is important, but it's really key to key in on that early on. Some of the things that I do to promote my podcast, and one of the, one of the big ways is through social media. I believe that almost every platform, every industry is represented in terms of the user base. And so, for for instance, Twitter, really into Twitter, really into uh, connecting with people on Twitter. On a regular basis, I'm tweeting out over 24 to 26 times uh, a, a day on Twitter. And in this, it, it's not about the, the right hooks of listen to my podcast, listen to my podcast. It's about promoting the content from the guests that I have on my show and other influencers that's really going to resonate with my target audience that I'm trying to connect with on Twitter. But at the same time, when I create that value for other individual, for, for the individuals that I'm trying to connect with and by 
promoting the content of my guest and those influencers that are on Twitter, I get additional representation. I get shares from them. I get comments from these people who I ultimately want to connect with. And number one, for people who've been on my show, um, it's promoting their content, not the content of their interview, but let's say, for instance, Joe Polizzi. He's uh, a major content marketer out there, and he is uh, writing a book, and it's going to be coming out in August, or sorry, it's going to be coming out in fall, and so uh, we connected, he was on my podcast, but we're still promoting content that he has in his in his Twitter feed. And what resulted just today, I contacted Joe to have him back on the show and he's going to have me do a review for his book. And can you imagine like having the opportunity to have the pre-release content for Joe Polizzi and, and being able to give him a review? I mean, that that allows people to see me connected somehow to Joe Polizzi and even just doing that review, that's leveraging uh, a relationship in a good way that he it's benefiting him. And so in promoting his content, it ultimately allows my content to be promoted. And so on Twitter, that's at least one example that I would say you definitely want to look at um, by connecting with the influencers and promoting their content as well. Yeah, that is an awesome position to be able to be in. I, was able to do a similar thing with uh, a couple different authors. Probably the biggest author that I've been that was able to do that with was um, Rory Vaden. Yeah. And so, so that was pretty cool. His his uh, latest book, I was able to get uh, the pre release copy, and so yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, Definitely. Rory's book was it Procrastinate on Purpose. Mm-hmm. Really excellent book and uh, really good guy too. And in having that opportunity with these top authors. It, it is about, as much as it is about, we want our podcast to do well, and we want to do this promotion in such a way that it builds ourselves up, but there's this economy of giving first, and you're going to get back in return. It's a natural thing that happens, and by you being like incredibly um, willing to do something for Rory, that returns to you, and uh, it may not be in a in a way of sowing and reaping where you expect it, but it does come back to you. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Now, uh, you, you talked earlier about systematizing uh, different things. Do you have any systems in place for your promotion? Yeah. So, in the promotion process and the repurposing of content, uh, what we end up doing, and I say we, is that I have created systems by utilizing virtual assistants that ha- that do some of the work that I really uh, think can be leveraged using additional team members. And so, in the systems, what we end up doing is we create a post on Twitter that's retweeted three times on the first day that let's say a new podcast comes out, then it is retweeted two times on the next day, then it's retweeted one time each day over the next week. Then in two weeks, it is then retweeted and shared again on Twitter. That's the process and steps that we use for Twitter. Number two, when that post is released, that podcast is released, we then post it also on Google+. We're posting it also on Facebook. We're now going to be repurposing that content and posting it on LinkedIn under the LinkedIn Pulse uh, platform. And so now 
We have four platforms that that content is being released on. Um, in the future, we're going to be looking to leverage Pinterest. We're going to be looking to post it on Tumblr. We're then also going to be looking to repurpose that content on other image uh, websites like Instagram so that we are taking this one piece of content and doing an incredible job of getting the word out so that it's not just promoted that one day, but it's promoted on an ongoing basis. And in creating the systems along with this idea of create templates for everything, create a template that makes sense to promote your posts on Twitter. If you look on my Twitter feed, you're going to see a very similar post almost every day that is promoting the podcast. Now, over time, you want to change up the imagery and, and mix that up every once in a while, maybe once a quarter, change that up. But people will start to see the consistency of your brand and the way in which you're promoting it. And it's okay because each day you may, somebody may not see that same post. And so by promoting it uh, in a different way and having a different design every quarter and whatnot, and, and also templatizing it, it saves you on trying to figure out, okay, what's the image that I want to do today that will promote this post? At the same time, we also create quote posts for each of the podcasts now. So what we'll do is we'll pull out one quote that we think is really awesome from the guest and we will create a post image that allows those uh, that quote to be shown and then we'll make sure that we mention that, that person and hashtag it across all the social platforms that we have. So that's another way in which you can use social media to promote and then with all of that, you heard me make mention of imagery. If you're going to be on social media, if you're going to share content out there, my strong recommendation is that almost every post that you make includes an image so that it draws and captures attention. HubSpot, I believe, recently did a study, or is it last year, that image posts get something like 40 plus percent more engagement than non-image posts. And so if you take that same 100 people and you get you they see texts or they see an image, you're going to have 40% more engagement on that image post. So that is not a big deal in in terms of trying to find image these days and edit it in like in in a platform like Canva that makes it easy for you to do. So um, that again would be another recommendation when it comes to the promotion side of things. Awesome tips. I love it. Definitely. Yeah. I'm going to have to listen to this several times and make notes. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. I appreciate it. And so, and I've been podcasting for a while too. So I'm always looking for ways to be able to streamline and make things a little bit better, a little bit easier. So I love it. Yeah, absolutely, Josh. And, and the reality is, is that, and, and I've had, I haven't yet, and I say yet, uh, been able to interview Gary uh, Vaynerchuk. But I've been mm. talked with uh, Jay Bear and talked with Chris Brogan. I talked with these like top people, and and it's really cool to see that they are truly no different than you and me. But what where they are different in in many ways, and I'll speak for myself, is executing 
on the repurposing of the content so much so that people want to and look forward to the content that they're going to deliver. Jay uh, Bear has a podcast snippet of three minutes a day, three three minutes of his mind every day, uh, and it's called Jay Today. And he simply executes very well on an ongoing daily basis so that it's found on Twitter, it's found on Facebook, I believe it's on YouTube, I believe it's on Google+, it's everywhere. And he, Jay Bear, is no different than you and me in being able to communicate, but what he does that so many of us really need to work on is the execution beyond just posting it on our podcast websites. Hmm. Awesome. You've already given several things, uh, but is there anything that you'd like to uh, uh, say as we wrap it up here? Yeah, I think the other piece of promotion in promoting your podcast, I would say is being consistent in that promotion. And with that, I will also say leveraging the audience of the guests if you do a guest format podcast so that they can share your content and their interview when it gets released. And so what does this look like practically? What this is, is when your podcast is released either on a daily or weekly basis, you make sure that one of the first emails that goes out during that day is an email to your guest letting them know that your podcast is live that you loved having them on the show and that you would so appreciate if they would share their content, your podcast to their audience and give them all the links and a thing called a click to tweet, which is a simple way to tweet messages that are the message that you want to be sent out to your audience and through their audience to about your podcast. And this, uh, giving them the opportunity is a great way to leverage their audiences. And in my experience, 75 to 85% of the people will do this so long as you give them the opportunity to do that. And literally it takes a minute, maybe two minutes a day to send this out to them. And it's a good use of your time. Well, I certainly hope you enjoyed that conversation with Sean. If you want to get the show notes to this, you can go to creativestudio.academy slash 3-12, and you can be able to get the notes for this and the links to be able to get in contact with Sean if you have additional questions for him. And so I would love to be able to get your comments on how you do some promotion. This is something that I struggle with myself. I'm not the greatest when it comes to this, and I hope to, uh, I've learned a few things, and I'm going to try to implement some things over the summer and share some additional things regarding promotion as we go through that, and I can report on what I've been doing and some of the results I've been seeing from it, and so hopefully it helps to be able to increase the engagement, hopefully it helps to be able to grow the audience, and so part of being able to grow the audience is getting your involvement as well. And so if you have enjoyed this podcast and hopefully uh, you've been enjoying all these different interviews regarding podcasting, please uh, feel free to share this with your friends, your family, uh, your coworkers, 
uh, on different areas and social media. And so I would certainly appreciate that. Another great way to be able to help is to be able to go to iTunes and leave a review and a rating there in iTunes as well. And so that's something that can really help the show to be able to be more prominent. And so I I haven't promoted that a whole lot. And so uh, I think that's probably why I haven't gotten a whole lot of uh, new reviews in a while. And so I'd love to be able to get that. And so if you leave a review, I'll be sure to... Uh, share that on upcoming episodes and be able to give you credit for that. If you have a website or podcast of your own that uh, you can put in the comments itself, and I'll be sure to mention that as well, and you'll be able to get a little bit of plug for that. I would uh, certainly appreciate all of that. And so this was going to be the last episode um, in this series, but I am going to bring uh, one more to wrap up this semester next week. And I'm just going to be having a list of different resources that you can be able to use as a podcaster. And so whether you are a new podcaster or experienced, these are resources that can really help you to be able to improve your podcast and be able to go to the next level in what you're working on. And so I'm going to share some of the things that I've accumulated and things I try to keep tabs on myself, and hopefully they can be some things that can be a benefit to you as well. And so I definitely plan on coming back and sharing that. And then we're going to go ahead and wrap up season three. And so looking forward to what we're going to be doing over the summer. I've been putting a lot of thought into this. And so uh, in the summer, we are going to be having a season four, uh, but I'm going to do some things a little bit different. I'll let you know more about that as we go along. Um, But I can tell you that I'm going to be scaling back just a little bit because I want to get back to the original purpose of this podcast and the Creative Studio Academy website, and that is to be able to create some great resources for people to easily be able to get their hands on and learn these different parts of online content creation. And so I've been busy doing a lot of different podcast episodes and things like that and creating a couple small resources here and there, Uh, but I haven't created the things that I have uh, desired to set out with when I started. And so one of the things I'm going to be working on is some different tutorials and courses on podcasting. And so I know there's plenty of things that are out there already, but with people having asked me how I do things, I feel compelled to go ahead and put together some of these things myself. And so some of it will be based on some of the episodes that we've had on the podcast. Um, Some of it will be additional things there. Um, I know some things are going to be uh, freely available to uh, the public. Some of them will be available just to email subscribers. And I am considering also having a paid portion of it as well. And so I don't know exactly how it's going to look, but I'm going to be developing that. And if you're interested in that, please get on the email um, newsletter for that. You can do that at the website, creativestudio.academy, and you can be able to stay um, in tune with how things are going to be progressing with that. And so if you go to academygift.co, 
you can be able to um, sign up for that there easily. Um, and when you sign up for the newsletter, you'll also get the guide that I put together for creating your website. And so if you are, that's especially helpful for someone that hasn't put a website together yet and they need a little bit of help and they can't afford to be able to pay someone to be able to do it. It can be able to give them some great pointers to be able to get started. Seven steps to be able to launch a WordPress website. And so that is available for those on the email newsletter as well. And so that's just kind of letting you know what's going to be coming down the line. So next week, look for that episode regarding the resources for podcasters. And then we'll take a week or a couple weeks off uh, as a little break before we start into season four. And as we dive into that, I'll let you know more specifically what we're going to be looking at. If you have any specific suggestions for podcast episodes. Uh, I would definitely be open to that. If you have questions that you want me to try to answer or just topics that you want to want me to try to address, I would be open to that. You can leave your feedback there at the website, creativestudio.academy. And so with that, we're just going to go ahead and wrap it up. And I hope that you have a great day, great week. And I hope that this has helped you to be able to do some more with podcasting. And I look forward to talking with you again. Hey, if you're still listening, I wanted to remind you that I am doing some podcast production work now. And if you are looking to get started with podcasting or you've been podcasting and you are needing some help to be able to alleviate the pain and the time uh, consumption that post-production does, and so you want to get some editing work and other post-production work done, um, you can feel free to contact me. You can go to podcastguide.co, and when you go there, you'll see the different packages that are available. There's the Express Package, which is a very basic editing service, and then there is the Entrepreneur Level, which is uh, a little bit more robust. It has some more detailed editing that gets done, and then it also includes show notes and a few other bells and whistles with that. And then there is the higher level one, and that is the uh, one that includes some additional detailed show notes and uh, a couple other things that are a benefit as well. With any of these packages, you also get access to me with my experience and my um, insight to the different things that um, you might be doing in your podcast you might be able to improve on. And so I've been doing podcasting myself for two and a half years, and I have been listening to the podcast for three and a half years or more, four years, uh, something like that. And that time I've been, I have over 2,200 hours of listening to different podcasts. And that is just through the stats that I have on Stitcher. That doesn't include all the podcasts I've listened to on websites and through iTunes and other means. And so I don't know the exact number, but I definitely listen to a lot. And so I have over 30 different podcasts that I have in my queue that I listen to um, as they are released. Um, most of them are weekly. Some of them are 
uh, daily or multiple times a week. There's a couple of them that are every other week. But I, I listen to a lot of different podcasts, and so I'm able to gather a lot of different information. And as I go through and I work on your podcast, if you hire me, I'll be able to bring some additional insight as we go along. And so as I'm working on your podcast, I'll be able to say, hmm, I can see that we can tweak this and maybe change this here. Maybe we can try this type of format or here's a suggestion of something that can be added or whatever. And so that's something that you can be able to get as an additional bonus as well. And so anyway, all that to say, go to podcastguy.co. And if you uh, click to inquire about any of those packages, put in the discount code CSA. If you do that, I will give you a discount for whichever package that you choose. And so I will um, make sure to be able to do that. And so I will work with you to tailor a package that is perfect for your needs. And we will make sure to take care of you. So podcastguy.co. Thank you very much and God bless.